Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with Rhino in the Element Well Studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump day. And it's a sad one indeed in the wake of the carnage which occurred in uh, Uvalde, Texas. It's just unbelievable that this continues to happen in this country. I was uh, on vacation and flying back last night and was able to, through the miracle of Wi-Fi on an airplane, tuned in to the president's remarks. And it started out where I thought, maybe this is the moment. We're going to see the president assert himself as the leader of this entire nation. And he's going to focus on processing what happened, of course denouncing it, but hopefully pull the nation together to to galvanize the citizens around this tragedy that affected our fellow countrymen. And it started out that way, and I thought, we're going to see the the empathy. We're going to see nonpartisan, nonpolitical remarks. But it didn't evolve that way. It lasted just a short while, and immediately the president, he renewed the Democrats' push for tighter gun control laws, and he blamed it on the gun lobby. i got to tell you, folks, I was astonished sitting in my seat listening to this. It was a combination of being astounded at what I was hearing being mad and sad, like the range of emotions that I felt. These were babies. These were American babies. And I was mad at the president, not because I'd, I'd support the different a different party, not whatsoever. I was mad as an American. Forget party. Irrelevant. 
totally irrelevant. Forget politics. Completely irrelevant. This was about the person we rely on as as the elected official in the highest office in the country to assert some leadership. And that didn't happen. I, I just was so... It kept me up all night. The tragedy, the combination of the tragedy and the politicization of it. Good grief. Can we just put politics aside? And it's got me doing it here because I'm talking about the person who politicized it. But that's the president. And we're not going to solve this problem. I can't explain why this evil resides in the hearts and minds of people that kill babies. I can't even comprehend it. And I know the people watching and listening feel the same way. They can't either. But to to start lashing out at your political foes, just as was the case with the Buffalo shooting, immediately it, it turned, it pivoted, it turned in, it devolved into a political discussion. Can't you just leave that alone for once? Good grief. That goes against Alinsky's rule for radicals. Never let a crisis go to waste. Well, you got families still trying to figure out where their kids were last night, but no, no, no. The politicians got to come out and make a statement. It, uh, it really, it just aggravated me so bad. And when Joe Biden said, we as a nation, I'm quoting, we as a nation have to ask when in God's name we are going to stand up to the gun lobby. When in God's name do we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? And he said, why are we willing to live with this carnage? Who, who is? Who said they are? Where'd that come from? Nobody is. I think it's fair to say there's not a consensus on how to solve this. Oh, there's a whole bunch of sanctimony on it, though. Oh, man, is there ever. It's sickening. It just it makes me nauseated watching the... And look, I'm not saying the right is not capable of that either. All I know is this is a problem. It's a serious problem. 18-year-olds? I mean, let's be honest. They're not far removed from being babies when you're 18 and you're playing shoot 'em up like that. But we do ask 18-year-olds to enlist in our military, right? Oh, yeah. And we give them high-powered rifles. In the argument that an 18-year-old shouldn't be able to buy an assault rifle, I. but you know what happened, what we have now learned, of course, is that all of this happened in one classroom. And this individual, I'm not going to say his name, this individual apparently lived with his grandmother 
got into a domestic argument, shot his grandmother, who I believe is in critical condition last hour. Is that what you heard? Yeah, that was the last report. So, you see, once again, somewhat of a broken home. What do you want to bet that the domestic argument is a result of the grandmother asserting herself as a father figure, doing something that a father or pa- where are the parents? So this question comes up all the time, right? Well, why aren't the parents involved in this? And my response is always to that: What parents? That's the problem, and that's what we see here. Same deal. Yeah, so, that might be the only way we learn of any motive whatsoever is if she pulls through and can communicate what that domestic dispute was. You're exactly right. We'll learn more about it. So right now it's just a big vacuum where everybody's trying to pour information into it, and you can conjecture your way into any idea, but there's just no information on why. Right. So the left, I'm thinking, is disappointed here because... Uh, this person, as an Hispanic, is likely not a white supremacist, right? That's the jackpot for the left. It almost feels like they celebrate when that happens. Well, that, that's why Biden pulled out the form stat, uh, the form speech for gun control instead of the form speech for white supremacy. I got you. So uh, you're right about that. So. If it's a situation where it's racially motivated and it's a white supremacist, we focus on that for political expediency. But when it's a person who's obviously not a white supremacist, then it's for guns. For political expediency. That's what's got to change. We will never solve this problem as long as all we care about is who wins at the polls. And should we also point out that If those who suffer, who lose their lives, and those families who are affected by this, if they had the same level of protection as the people who lecture us about this do, think about that. What's going on? Maybe it's moral decay in our culture. Wonder where that came from. Yeah, because it's not like it's easier now than it was 50 years ago to buy an automatic weapon. In fact, it's really difficult nowadays to buy a fully automatic weapon. Yep. Whereas within living memory, you could go to the hardware store and pick up an open bolt automatic weapon. So true. But we didn't have this problem 50 years ago. Man. We're no longer a spiritual nation. We've abandoned and mocked God and Christianity. We worship organizations who denounce personal responsibility and the traditional family. we got to take a break right here on Middays. We thank you so much for joining us. Michael Carson, a candidate for Mississippi's 2nd Congressional District, joins us next. Sally Doty at 1105, Aaron Rice at 1205. We'll be right back. Here comes the thunder. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, high near 85. Tonight, a 90% chance of rain as well, low around 64. Your Thursday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 80 degrees. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high only to 81. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Fresco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. You're about to ask the woman of your dreams to marry you, and then it hits you. What if the diamond engagement ring I choose, what if she doesn't love it? If it's from Juniker Jewelry Company, she's guaranteed to love it. Because at Junikers, you'll find over 50 feet of cases filled with Mississippi's finest diamonds, engagement rings, and wedding bands, 10 times the selection of average jewelry stores, all the latest styles from classic solitaires to halos, contemporary to antique reproductions, like our famous Mississippi Heritage Collection, and Mississippi's most beautiful diamonds, direct from our cutters, every size, shape, and price range. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Bring us your ideas. Tell us all about her. And together, we'll create her perfect ring. A ring you'll both love. At Juniker Jewelry, we don't just make diamond engagement rings. We make heroes. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero-Turn More Package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer. And that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi.
We are back in the Element Well Studios, Super Talk Mississippi, Middays. And joining us now in the studios, Michael Carson. Mr. Carson is a candidate for Mississippi's 2nd Congressional District. Thanks for coming on, Michael. Thank you for inviting me, and I'm glad to be here. Yes, sir. So you're running for uh, in the primary in the 2nd Congressional District. Are you registered as a Republican? Yes, sir. I'm registered okay. as a Republican. Okay. Awesome. And, and where are you from exactly? Where do you live in the district? I'm from Terry, Mississippi, right off of Spring Ridge Road in Kimball. Okay. okay. Got you. And uh, so what made you decide to run for Congress? Well, I got to thinking here, all this government we got now is turning around against the people. They're, all of them wants to be rulers and not want to be servants like they're supposed to be. And I figure it's time for the American people to stand up and take our state and our country back. Okay. Uh, have you ever run for a political office before? Never ran before. I thought about governor, running for governor, but I got to look at office in the district of Benny Thompson. I figured he got to get out of the office. Yeah. He's destroying this district. He's been there a while, uh, the Democratic uh, Congressman, Benny Thompson. So you feel like you have a pretty good chance of winning the primary first and then going on to uh, defeat Representative Thompson? I'm hoping I can beat the primaries. I got people telling me I can't win because I haven't got the money. I want to prove to the American people and Mississippians that it don't take money to win these elections. They say it has to, but I want to prove them wrong. I got you. Have you? Uh, what kind of campaign activities have you been doing so far, Michael? We've done a few in Vicksburg. Most of all of us been doing this together. And uh, I go door to door. I go to street to street and ask people, can I put out signs? Can I give them cards and tell them a little bit of stuff about me? Yeah. And they pretty well say that a potato could beat Benny Thompson. They huh. have a potato in there instead of him. I He's got destroyed you. this district. And you're hearing that even from uh, Democrats, because there's obviously a lot of Democrats in that uh, in that district. Well, a lot of Democrats are getting tired of it, but I think they're scared to say anything because they're scared what the peer is going to say. You know, if you catch a Democrat by herself, yes, they're going to say, yes, I want to vote Republican. But will they do it? We're stuck in the same routine right now. People's voting for money. People's voting for gender. They're voting for race. And they're voting for Republican or Democrat parties. This has got to stop to fix our state, to fix our country. We got to stop this. We got to look and see who's running, what man, what woman is running for this office, and who best fits the office. And right now, I believe I'm best fit the office because I will stand for the American people, the citizens of Mississippi. I will stand. I believe I can take District Two and turn it into a profitable, profitable, you know, district mm-hmm. where we're losing money. We got the highest crime rate. We got the highest pregnancy, high school dropouts, highest prison rates. This has got to stop. Mississippi has to got to wake up and change from what they're doing now and change it over to better. I can do that. I know I can. I run you can't say you have no experience in making money. Look, I run businesses. I worked at Ellis Enterprise probably fifteen years well, say twenty something years ago. I turned business around hundred, hundred and sixty eight percent turnaround in ten months to a year. I can run this district with the people's help. I want to hear your voices. I don't want somebody to turn around and say, hey, you, you represent me, but you couldn't hear my voice. I hear your voice. You will speak. I will get a committee together, and we will speak together. There they are now passing laws. They're passing bills. We know nothing about them until they're passed. That's not representing me. It's not representing you. This Congress has got to stop. We got high gas prices. We got high food prices. We got stuff missing on our shelves because we can't get it. They all blame it on Biden, yes. It's part of most of us Biden, but we got congressmen and women out there that can stop this. They have the right to say, no, the American people are not going to put up with it, and I will be one to stand up and say we will not put up with it. 
Are, is there any legislation that uh, you have in mind that you, you'd like to uh, draft and, and and see if you could get through the House if you were to be elected? Well, I'm going to have the people to go with me. I'm not worrying about legislation right off. If I can get the people to stand behind me, then I get the Senate and another Congress to stand behind me also. And that's what I'm going to do. Mississippi will come first to me. It don't matter if you got Benny Thompson there fighting or not. It's not going to work. Benny Thompson, give up. I am your worst nightmare. Hmm. I will beat you this term if I win the primaries. Hmm. Are there any votes that uh, Representative Thompson has cast that you have uh, issues with? Well, there's a lot of things Benny Thompson do, but if you say Benny Thompson does, somebody's going to stab you in the back and say, oh, not Benny, not Benny. Benny, I know he went back and he destroyed the water system over in the Deltas, not letting the pumps be put in. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell you about the time he found all these thousands of dollars, and over in Bovina, he fixed his roads to some of his property and his family's property. He didn't tell you all of this either. Benny Thompson is a crook. He is Nancy Pelosi's puppet. He has got to be gotten out. If you want to save Mississippi, vote Benny Thompson out. How do you think you would be different if you were in the office versus Representative Thompson? What is there something that you just sticks out you want to share with uh, your constituents or your voters? Well, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to listen to the people. I'm going to represent you. I'm going to listen to you. Your voice will come first. That's what I'm working on, the people's voice. It's not being heard. You know, they got this thing out now saying abortion's rights. My body, my choice, they say. Well, I'm against that. Your body, your choice. That's that baby's body. That's that baby's choice. What happened when we had these vaccines out here? It wasn't your body, your choice. Benny Thompson should have stood up then. There's men and women, police officers, doctors, nurses, lost their jobs because of this. They didn't want to take the vaccine, which I can't blame. It's your body, your choice. But now the abortion is totally different. Benny Thompson ain't stood up for us for nothing yet, and he never will. The only thing he wants from us is our votes, and that's it. If he gets your votes, he forgets about you. I hope you all remember this. Is there anything in particular, kind of a common thread you're hearing, Michael, as, as you make your rounds, knocking on doors? You said you had some events in Vicksburg. What, what are you hearing from the people? What do they want to see you do or our government do? The main thing, they want their voices heard. They want to keep their freedom. They want to keep their rights. They want to keep their guns. They want the choice to choose if they have to take these vaccines or not they're mandating. People speaking out, but nobody's are listening. Nobody. And they cause not, they're saying all this stuff that, the President Biden done? Yes, he's done it. But the Congress has the rights to stop him. Congress has the power. They want term limit also. We don't have term limit. The Congress should go no longer than two terms just like President. Just like President. Abuse of power. Congress is abusing their powers right now. So would you support term limits legislation? I support it 100%. And if you were elected to Congress, you said two terms that you believe that uh, – I believe I heard you right – that members yes, of Congress should be limited to two terms. So two if you terms. were elected to the House of Representatives, that would be two two-year terms, total four years. At that point, if you were elected, would you step down and not run for re-election? If I give two terms, fine. But the most Congress should have is no more than eight years. That would be four terms at the most. I say two, but no more than eight Eight years altogether, just okay. like present. That's the most years. Okay. I got it wrong on that, yes. I believe in eight years. I okay. got people saying that's run for against me, won't 12. 12 years too many. Okay. Eight's the most. So maybe to clarify, you would support uh, term limits that would limit a member of the House to the same number of years that the president can serve, which is two four-year terms, that's total correct. of eight, eight that's years. That's correct. Okay. All right. So – uh, and then I, I, would you support something similar for members of the Senate? Two six-year terms for them, perhaps? Twelve I years? I say or? all elected officials. It don't matter if you're sheriff. It doesn't matter if you're constable. It don't matter if you're senator, congress, or whatever. 
everybody needs term limit. Okay. Every elected politician or gets elected in office abuses the power sooner or later if they stay there long enough. I'm not saying every man or woman does. You have some honest people out there, but there's a lot of – I know Congress are the worst. Congress and our president are the worst. But you have some innocent, honest folks out there, but they still need to be limited just like – Congress and President. Okay. Anything else that's kind of a high priority for you with respect to members of Congress? You've talked about term limits. Uh, what about congressional pay? It's 174 4. That's too much. It's too much. So, would you perhaps uh, um, draft legislation that would reduce legislative pay or congressional pay? Yes, they need to reduce the pay. I say in a half to three quarters at least. I don't know if three quarters, really, but a okay. quarter to a half at least. Okay. And the thing about it, when they out of work, they get paid regardless. If they're going out to borrow money to pass a bill to get the money, they're still getting paid. Yeah, they might be off for a couple of days a week. They still draw on their pay. That is wrong. There's no job that I can go to and get paid and not work. They've only worked a hundred something days this past year, and they're supposed to work a hundred thirty. So I think they worked a hundred one. They don't show up. They still get paid. That's what's wrong with the system. They're out for themselves. They're not out for Mississippi. They're not out for the United States. They're out to get rich and break us. That's exactly what they're doing. See, Congress don't know how to how to even run a bill. They don't know how to do a profit and loss. Their profit and loss in bills makes no sense. I know how to run a profit and loss. I can do it. They're losing money. They're out to giving our money away. They give thousands and trillions and millions of dollars for our taxpayer money away. It's got to stop, Mississippi. I can help you do this with your help. I am not saying I'll do it by myself, but I can do it to help the Mississippians. we got about 30 seconds left. Would you support a balanced budget amendment? Yes, I support it 100%. Balanced budget is perfect. you concerned about the deficit and the debt? Yes, they're putting all that debt, that debt, debt on our children and our grandchildren. Do you think Benny Thompson's concerned about it? Benny Thompson's not concerned. All Benny Thompson wants to do is thicken his wallet in his bank account. I got you. Michael, appreciate you coming in and joining us here on Middays, and good luck on the campaign, sir. Thank you, sir. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come right back with more. We've got uh, Sally Doty joining us at 11.05 and Aaron Rice at 12.05. We'll be right back. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. This is Michael Guest. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. 
The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony List has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on June the 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hurricane season begins June 1st, and NOAA is predicting an unusually busy Atlantic season for the seventh year in a row. NOAA Administrator Rick Spinrad expects the season to produce anywhere from 14 to 21 named storms. Six to ten are expected to become hurricanes, and three to six could be major hurricanes. That means winds greater than 110 miles per hour. Preparedness is key. So the resilience that we need, and now is the time to get ready for the upcoming hurricane season. Their predictions mesh with 10 other meteorological teams, government, university, and private, that have also made their predictions for the upcoming season. In the past five years, there have been more Category 4 and 5 hurricane landfalls in the United States than in the previous 50 years combined. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Everyone to midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. We appreciate you joining us today, and also shout out to Mandy and Dave for filling in while I was out for a couple of days. Really appreciate that. Let's see, we've got a couple of remotes coming up too. Oh yeah, going to be down at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum this Friday in advance of Memorial Day. And then, let's see, next week on June the 1st, going to be on location for the ribbon cutting for the Center for Applied Engineering on the Oxford High School campus. It's a celebration of career technical education in the Oxford School District. Look for us behind the high school on Charger Loop just east of Highway 7 at the Sisk Avenue exit. Looking forward to that. And then we're going to be the very next day. No rest for the weary. Empower Mississippi. I'll be broadcasting live from the Civil Rights Museum in downtown Jackson from 10 to 1, of course. This will be hosted by Empower Mississippi's Unleash Mississippi event. We'll be talking with state and national leaders about tackling the Magnolia State's biggest challenges. Speakers include Governor Tate Reeves, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn, many others to focus on these challenges. The event will be held, that's next Thursday, June the 2nd, at two museums. Gets kicked off, um, the event gets kicked off at 1. Of course, our show, 10 to 1. Tickets are free, but going fast, register to attend at EmpowerMS.org, EmpowerMS.org. Should be, this is the second Unleash Mississippi event. Looking forward to that. I think the governor uh, may join us on the program as well. And, of course, the speaker will be there, and numerous other members of the legislature will be in attendance as well. And the focus will be on what do we got to do to unleash prosperity, opportunity here in the Magnolia State of Mississippi. So looking forward to that. Three remotes in the next few days coming up. Ceasefire text line is uh, quite active already this morning. I read an article that said Eric Estrada, a police officer in Texas, said the gunman tried to enter the school with a gun and was confused 
confronted with law enforcement, but was able to enter a side door. Have you seen anything about this? I haven't. Uh, uh, what do you the know, The most Rhino? recent update as of this morning from uh, Texas police, or the authorities in Texas, I should say, is the, the timeline starts with the domestic disturbance at the grandmother's house. The shooter left there after shooting his grandmother, and there were calls to police about that incident. Then there was call, there were calls to police about a crashed vehicle and someone outside the vehicle with a weapon near the school. By the time police got to the scene, to the school, he had already made his way into the school. And when police tried to enter the school to confront him because they heard gunshots, he fired at them injuring two officers, and it was at that point they began breaking out windows and evacuating as many as they could. Mm. Uh, after a, I didn't get the exact amount of time, but after a certain amount of time, the tactical unit showed up uh, with people from local law enforcement, federal officers, uh, Border Patrol, that kind of stuff, and they entered, and they were able to breach the room he'd barricaded himself in and take him out. Mm. But that's the timeline as detailed by the authorities this morning. So I do think one bit of information we have learned is that this school did not have a single point of entry, right? Correct. There were There were multiple doors to the building itself that were open. That's what it seems like. Yeah, and it seems like it's a pretty good idea to have a single point of entry. I know where my daughter teaches – uh, in Ridgeland, and I believe it's perhaps district policy, that is the way it is set up. There's a single door in the front, and it is locked, and you have to buzz in, and you can be seen through the glass uh, windows in the door. Yeah, single point doors. entry is different from district to district, but most of them involve a single point of entry that is locked. Right. There are some instances where that single point is unlocked, but there may be multiple doors or there may be a, a receptionist there or someone there to, to greet them That's right. when they come through the door. But, yeah, there's only one way to get in. Yeah. And at that school, and I don't know if they're all like that, You once you enter those doors, you're in a room where you can't get to the school building yet. You you have to – in fact, someone has to come get you. You're Usually, there. Yeah. yeah. You just don't walk unescorted through the halls of the school. Um, you know, and sometimes I, I've had to drop stuff off for my daughter. You just literally drop it off, and you exit. And that's for a litany of reasons. Yeah, sure, exactly. So that seems like a, a pretty good best practice there. Uh, you know, it just feels like that, That uh, I guess maybe it's, you know, blame it on my technology background, but we need technology to address this issue. And and some technology has been developed, there's no doubt, but there's even more that's in the works, but it just seems like we need some subject matter experts on physical security and uh, folks that obviously understand the flow, the operations, the, the scenarios that are encountered at a school, in a, while school's in session. And on the various, as much as you could um, understand, the, the various approaches that bad folks use to go in schools and, and, and shoot. 
and start to develop systems and procedures and policy and implement protective technology, physical security technology, to to guard against this sort of carnage. Uh, I, I would like to see, here in Mississippi, I'd like to see that happen immediately, honestly. And maybe it's an assembly of various subject matter experts across the spectrum. Physical security experts, uh, those obviously from the education community, the school community, law enforcement. I can't think of all the various parties, but it's it's a broad and wide issues is the point. And let's assemble them all and let, let's give them a set of objectives and let's put a comprehensive plan together and adopt from that best practices and let's put some laws in place. I'm generally not a person that wants more law, but in this case, in these public schools, whatever we got to do to protect our most precious asset, which is our children, I think we want all the brains we can muster and all the brain power. And it's not like there's not funding that could be used for this from the federal level. Right. I mean... Trying to think of the numbers here. Uh, what, 130, 135,000 K through 12 institutions in the country? Just take the uh, take the 40 billion we're sending to Ukraine. I'm all for that. And divide that up. I mean, this is obviously just using big round big round numbers, but take that, divide it into the number of schools. You're looking at what? Two hundred fifty, two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a school. Plus, you've got all this COVID relief. That was like a hundred and twenty billion. And and we learned subsequent to that that cities and school districts were using it for all kinds of woke causes. Remember, we talked about that on the air. We're more concerned about thrusting that woke garbage down the throats of our children than we are protecting them. That's how upside down it's gotten. But, and most of that money's been allocated, hadn't been spent. I remember talking, you remember in the first round of funding, I remember talking to folks from the Department of Education saying, we had to send it back because of, of what it was, what we could spend it on. It was restricted. And we ran out of stuff to spend it on. Remember, we were buying everybody laptops and Google Books, Chromebooks, and all sorts of technology. So folks could learn at home. And now we found out, didn't really learn a whole lot. We spent all kind of money on that, but not physical security. What are we thinking? Incredible. It's it's almost like, well, this just makes the whole COVID narrative more valid. It gives it more credibility. Should have never shut schools down to start with. Worthless. Unbelievable. Elvis bumping us out here. We got another segment in this hour, and coming up after the hour break, we've got Sally Doty. She's going to talk about the first Mississippians to receive the Mississippi Veterans Medal of Honor, recently awarded in her home county of Lincoln County. Should be a good story there. And then Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute. Of course, he served in the military, and he's going to talk about Memorial Day. 
If recent hailstorms have invited the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is the opening agri-market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was up 402 to 145.56. December cotton was up 97 to 124.75. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 19 cents to 16.74 per bushel. August soybeans were down 18 and three quarters to 16.13 and a half per bushel. July corn was down 12 and a quarter to 7.59 and a half per bushel. September corn was down 12 and three quarters to 7.28 and a quarter per bushel. The mercantile August live cattle was up 15 to 132.90. October live cattle was up a nickel to 138.67. August feeders up 87 to 169.02. September feeders up 80 to 171.87. At the open, the Dow Jones up 209 points, 32,137. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation stand for? Everything we do is built around attaining a better life for Mississippi farmers and ranchers and all Farm Bureau members. Things like rural broadband and private property rights, funding for roads and bridges, and our Child Saver program. We think these are outstanding causes, and hopefully you do too. Because when Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, lots of folks text again and really appreciate it. But again, it's this common thread of lack of a nuclear family. Does not mean, of course, that a person cannot be raised in a non-nuclear family, and turn out to be a fine, productive adult citizen. Absolutely. Happens all the time. Statistically, however, and I know we beat this horse up a lot, Rhino, but there are numerous, numerous studies from a, a, a wide range of organizations. And they all point to the fact that your chances of being a productive adult, not in trouble, not committing crime, producing for society, are greatly diminished if you don't come from that environment. Yeah, I think the uh, the phrase that's the most applicable is you're behind the eight ball, which if you've ever played pool... You know, if you're behind the eight ball and you got to make your shot around it, you got to go around it, over it, or you got to do something. But you have to involve skill, talents, a little bit of luck, and you have to do something. You right. have to take initiative in getting around it. But it's not the end all be all. You're just in a predicament. I agree. And I haven't done the analysis on this, but you don't see this as much in other countries. And Joe Biden made that point yesterday. He uh, he made that point that there are countries that, uh, and of course, his purpose of his point was to, to lobby for gun law and gun control. That's all that was. But his point was there are other countries where they experience uh, and obviously have uh, domestic strife and and mental illness, but they don't seem to have the same uh, number of incidents of, of this sort of mass shooting stuff. I think that all that's true, but I, I don't know what that means exactly. Maybe it's it's something about our culture that is fomenting this sort of behavior. I would wonder, and I don't have all the, the data in front of me, but if you compared the gun control laws of the countries that the left loves to flout, or, or not flout, but loves to tout, yep. what are their laws on uh, involuntary commitment if you are bat crap crazy? 
Yeah, I don't know. Good point. Pretty sure they're a lot more draconian than we can only hold you for 72 hours. Yeah, it's a good point. The old revolving door. And not whatsoever to diminish what happened yesterday. And I think it has kind of, kind of elevated significance because it was babies. It was kids. Not that, that the loss of any life is uh, more egregious and, and more abhorrent than, than any other. But there, you just got to have a different sort of sense about it when it's babies and it's kids. 51 homicides in Chicago this month? Very, very strict gun control laws? What do you bet, Rhino, if we looked at the 51 murderers, because that's what they are. They committed homicide. They're murderers. What do you bet of the 51, the vast majority, came from dysfunctional homes? What are the odds of that? What are we doing to fix that problem? We get lectured by the left about root cause. What about that as a root cause? And and I know folks, and, and I'm agreement that we we seem to not be as, as spiritual a nation as we are. But you know, there are a lot of atheists. They don't run around shooting people. There are a lot of countries that are not Christian, but they don't have these issues. I, I think that there's so much animosity, so much division, so much hate. And yes, I do, I do believe that a great deal of that emanates from our political domain. We haven't talked about it, but one of the members of Congress, some of the tweets that that person published yesterday at Ted Cruz are mind-boggling. We will we will get to it, but we're going to take a break right here on Middays. we got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way, and then after that, Sally Doty, the director of the Mississippi Office of Broadband Expansion and Accessibility. She'll be talking about the first Mississippi Veterans Honor Medals coming up. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. Reacting to yesterday's school shooting in Texas, killing 19 children and two teachers, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Democrats want bills to strengthen gun purchase background checks. America's gun epidemic is unmatched by any of our peer nations in the world. It's reported that the accused gunman who was shot and killed by law enforcement bought two rifles legally this month just after his 18th birthday. A poll finds 54% of Americans disapprove of the Supreme Court after the leak of a draft opinion that would end federal abortion rights. The poll, done by Marquette Law School, finds that disapproval was especially pronounced among the roughly two-thirds of Americans who oppose overturning Roe v. Wade. For those who want to see Roe overturned, 84% of them approve of the job the court is doing, up from 65% two months ago. Fox's Tanya J. Powers in Moscow. Russian President Vladimir Putin's visited the wounded at a military hospital for the first time since invading Ukraine. America's listening to Fox News. 
ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a black label bridge builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the black label bridge builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Grenada teen wanted by Batesville police in connection with this weekend's shooting at the Springfest concert has turned himself in. 18-year-old Devante Journey is alleged to be one of the people involved in the H fired at the event, resulting in injury to a juvenile. Journey has been charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, three counts of attempted armed robbery, and one count of shooting into a residence. Two others have been detained but not charged. Nearly a dozen suspects have been indicted on gun charges by a federal jury, 10 from the city of Jackson. Ernest Guys is among them. He was arrested after a shooting outside the M-Bar Sports Grill last year. Ajina Funches was with him at the time. She allegedly shot and killed Kiana Singleton while hanging outside the passenger side of Guys's vehicle. All the suspects are behind bars and awaiting trial or sentencing. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property and, more importantly, you. It's free and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. An 18-year-old shot and killed 19 children and two adults at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, Tuesday. Appearing on Fox and Friends, Texas Department of Public Safety Lieutenant Chris Oliveira says the shooter barricaded himself in a classroom. As he made entry into that school, he went into the first classroom that he was able to gain access to. Mike Kent, the former superintendent at the Madison School District in Mississippi, told us the best defense is relationships. Every dangerous situation that we thwarted during my time came by an alert from a student. Now, in this particular situation in Uvalde, those elementary kids didn't know that that guy. I guarantee you there were people in Uvalde, Texas, that knew that this young man was dangerous. A suspect in Texas shot his grandmother before he went to the elementary school. She's in serious condition. A Border Patrol officer ran into the school without backup and killed the suspect. 
Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. All from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joining us now in the studio, Sally Doty, Director of the Mississippi Office of Broadband Expansion and Accessibility. Good morning, Sally. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Glad to be here. You bet. So we had you come in today not to start by talking about broadband. I know that's what you uh, your regular job is it these is. days. But uh, you were involved in some, authored some legislation not too long ago when you were serving in the state senate that created this program, the Mississippi Veterans Honor Medals Program. And we just, the very first year, just uh, issued those medals to two very deserving recipients in your home county of Lincoln County. We did. This was uh, one of the last pieces of legislation that I authored and kind of shepherded through the legislative process. Uh, I left the Senate in 2020, um, that the, the COVID session, we call it, <laughs> I refer to it as. But um, th- this was a, a, a program that was very important to me. Some other states had it. I had seen it and, and knew, my goodness, that we should do it in Mississippi as well. So worked with the Department of Veterans Affairs and uh, they have had it and put all the kind of bells and whistles on it and decided how the program was going to run. We wanted it to be revenue neutral, not really any sort of burden on the state, but we did want to have something to recognize our veterans of Mississippi. Sure. And so these these two warriors, Army Air Force Staff Sergeant Cecil Rhodes of Brookhaven, Army Sergeant R.E. Nettles of Bogachitta, were presented these medals uh, by you. You were involved. And uh, we should also point out that you honored your father, 
posthumously right? uh, we did you know they they were the va was kind enough to let me award the first medal since i authored the legislation i appreciated that and i did ask if i could include my my father in that but first let me uh, you know mr cecil rhodes is 101 wow so 101 101 well if they served in that era yeah. they're get on up there and you know he and he at our we had the award ceremony uh, a week ago yeah. uh, last monday and in in brookhaven at the vfw post there and mr cecil he didn't really quite know when he got there he didn't have all the details but once he got there he was like oh my goodness this is a thank you so much and he stood up and gave the most wonderful speech that's awesome you know had everybody in the room captivated so he he's just a tremendous member of our community in brookhaven i just and cannot say enough about mr cecil uh he always was a great supporter of me when i was in office as well so just just love him and then mr mr nettles uh, from Boca Chitta. He's 96. D- does not look 96. And uh, he was there as well. He he um he was just uh, a, a joy to know. He was in the the Pacific Theater uh in World War II and uh just so excited to honor those two guys. We we think those are our only two living World War II vets in Lincoln County. Oh wow. And 96 um, and 101. 96 and 101. Uh we had a, a a tremendous turnout at the VFW Post, uh, and then um, I did honor my my dad uh, posthumously. Mm-hmm. Uh, dad died in 2016, and he was a my daddy was a tank commander in the Korean War. He wow. was a country boy from Atala County who uh, you know enlisted before he could be drafted. He said, and served in Korea. Uh, and my dad said that he always, this was his quote, that he could drive anything from a mule to a truck, a tank. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Birchfield. Charles his Birchfield. Name, right. Charles, and dad's from Kosciuszko. A lot yeah. of, sure you got some listeners up there that sure. dad managed the water and light department in Kosciuszko for years and years and years. So, well, great a, guy. A grateful nation. Thanks him and uh, the other recipients and, and all of our, our veterans, of course. And, and wanted to have you on to talk about this sure. because Memorial Day. Is coming up. That's and, right. And, um, and Monday, right? And and really, Memorial Day is different. It's to you know honor those that we've lost, right. memorialize them. So a little bit different, right. but um, we did want to emphasize this award and kind of let you know a little bit about it. Uh, it is for any uh, Mississippi veteran uh, that was honorably discharged. Let's see. I got a few uh, talking points from the VA uh, Veterans Affairs Office this morning. Um, it's available to any veteran that is a current resident of Mississippi, uh, was a resident upon entering military service, or was a resident at the time of death, okay. and served in any of the armed forces, and it also covers National Guard and Reserve. Okay. So the applications are online. Well, <clears throat> Pardon me. What was the inspiration for you to draft this bill? Well, I had seen it in in another state, okay, uh, and just knew it was something we should have. Why? Why should yeah. Louisiana have this? Absolutely. Mississippi not have this? Yeah. We need to honor our veterans as well. It, it did take me a couple of years to get it uh, through. Um, so, you know, sometimes some politics no. kills some good <laughs> bills. And Gosh, I'm trying to put that behind me. You know who you are. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We got it. We got it through, and. Um, I just I just think it's going to be something very special yeah. because you know I think not only certainly we want to recognize their service but so many of these men and women you know came back to the communities and were such 
pillars and rocks yeah. of our communities and, you know, just a lifetime of service, really. Yeah. So did they share any particular stories that really caught your attention? They did not share any stories. Okay. They, they really did not. Okay. Um, but Mr. Cecil just, he got up and, and spoke and thanked everyone and, you know, he, 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 you know, even made a joke, said, you know, now I was worried y'all were going to put me on KP duty today. <laughs> That's but, awesome. <laughs> just, that is awesome. You know, and, and yeah, these are the kind of guys, I know my dad was like this, who really never talked about it yeah. and, and would, was very reluctant to talk about his service. Yeah. And, you know, I was pushing him one time and he said, you know, I, I, I saw things that nobody should see. Right. Yeah. I experienced the same with my father, who served in World War II, and my father-in-law in particular. Mm-hmm. And uh, same deal. And it really, it was. I, I was so interested. I will say, I did push them, and in the right frame of mind and mood, they they would open yeah. up about it. And uh, and I, and what I told them is, I know you don't want to, and I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but it's this history. It, you know? it is, and we need to pass that on. So I've passed that on to my kids, and they passed it on as well. So. Yeah. Uh, both involved. All right. Well, uh, appreciate you putting that legislation together. I think sure. it's a great program, and um, I got to tell you, seeing the photos that I did of the local paper featuring those two individuals there, it uh, just makes you proud to be an American. It, it does. And uh, they are they are not forgotten. I will, uh, please let them know we are very grateful for their service and your father's as well. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, right, we and got, they do. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, all these veterans appreciate this as well, and I think this is an opportunity for us to honor them. And, you know, again, if you'll go to the Department of Veterans Affairs website, it's yep. under, I think they said it's under the Benefits tab. And okay. then you can go to it and find the application. Um, a family member can apply on behalf of, of your veteran and um, and get this medal for them, maybe do a presentation at church or somewhere awesome. at the VFD, you know, somewhere, yeah. you know, make it special. So awesome. uh, it's just a, another tool for us to use to, to honor them. And it's important for our young people to know about this as well and the service that that, that especially that generation provided. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but our Super Talk station, I'm, I'm from Brookhaven, Lincoln County. Yeah. Uh, they do a, um, a veterans program every week. Um, oh. I can't think of the name. It's not Unsung Heroes, but it's something about heroes. And it's on every week, and they get veterans in, and mainly our older veterans who come in, and and they do tell stories about their service, and it is wonderful. And so many of those veterans, they've been doing it for years, and so many of those veterans have have passed on now, and so we've got their stories preserved. Sure. Uh, And it's I just I love listening to that program uh, on our local Super Talk station down in Brookhaven. Mm -hmm. All right, we got a couple of minutes left. You got to give us an update on the broadband uh, build out while you're here. I will. So uh, the legislature established the Office of Broadband for Mississippi uh, Beam uh, uh, Broadband. Expansion, expansion and, and accessibility, accessibility of Mississippi. Thank Being you for the acronym. Thank you. There are a lot of acronyms floating <laughs> around. Know. So uh, we have an official broadband office. I'm at the public utility staff now. I'm going to be moving over, and uh, I've got a couple of other people moving over with me. We're going to be advertising for some jobs, but what we're going to be engaged in right off the bat is some mapping and determining exactly where service is needed in Mississippi, where our served and underserved areas are. Uh, the federal government's doing a mapping 
prototyping project right now, and we want to make sure they're correct. Okay. So that, that's our first order of business, but we are busy, busy, and all around the state. Good. Looking forward to seeing more of that rolling out and getting everybody connected up. Uh, we plan on it. Appreciate you coming on, Sally, and uh, great work on that bill. And, uh, again, so proud to see these uh, first recipients and look forward to that every year. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Sally Doty, mm-hmm. Director of Mississippi Office of Broadband Expansion and Accessibility, has been our guest. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more. Aaron Rice joins us at 12.05. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, high near 85. Tonight, a 90% chance of rain as well, low around 64. Your Thursday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 80 degrees. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high only to 81. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. You have the constitutional right to have and carry a firearm. If you can't use it safely, confidently, and effectively to defend yourself and your family, it does you absolutely no good. We have classes daily to teach you and your family how to improve your shooting skills, whether you are a beginner or a grandmaster. If you aren't fully satisfied with the training, we will refund your entire fee. Thanks, and we look forward to seeing you at Boondocks. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. It's Cannon time. This is Dave Logan. Whether it's sales or service, our goal at Cannon Nissan of Jackson is your complete customer satisfaction. We're here for you six days a week. Learn more at CannonNissanOfJackson.com. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. In the Element Well Studios on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate Sally joining us, Sally Doty. Really is a pretty cool deal. My grandfather, this is uh, Jeff in Hattiesburg. My grandfather is a World War II vet. He turns 100 on Memorial Day. Wow. We're having a big party for him Sunday. My mom and uncle plan to take him to the service at Camp Shelby on Friday. Really cool. Thank him for his service, please, Jeff. Really appreciate that. Broadband is needed in Dixie. In Paul B. Johnson Lake area, service is terrible, even with my C Spire service. Help, please. On um, That's on the C Spire text line. Yeah, I mean, there's just lots of uh, what we call white space area in the state of Mississippi that uh, has no broadband up service. Um, you know, I, I just want folks to keep in mind that this is only possible with taxpayer money. And... You know, I'm not saying this isn't a good use of the money. What I am saying is every time we spend money, uh, we seem to always be able to find a uh, rationale for it. All I know is the more we spend, the more debt keeps going up and the greater the deficit gets. And as long as every dime of spending is in some circles, at least, by the proponents of whatever that is, justified is valid and necessary and 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 um, beneficial to some. Then we're going to keep spending money, and we're going to keep incrementing our debt. And I, I like virtually everybody listening to this program. I don't like the fact that. We give money away to foreign countries every year. I think uh, we ought to be more concerned about our domestic well-being. But if you do the research on that, and I'm not saying it's pocket change, it averages about $40 billion a year. Now it's essentially doubled this year because we're sending $40 billion to Ukraine. But on average, it's about $40 billion a year. In fact, if you look at a pie chart of discretionary spending, it's 3% of discretionary, which is 30% of total. You can do the math there. It's uh, about 1%. This year, given the ballooning of the budget, it's actually less than 1%. Now, that doesn't make it right whatsoever. And, yeah, you put $40 billion here and $40 billion there, and pretty much, and pretty soon it adds up to real money. Absolutely right. Totally agree. However, the fact is, from a mathematical perspective, we're so dang upside down 
that if we eliminated all the discretionary spending, that, that would include the entire Department of Defense. No military. Get rid of it. And all the other complex of government, the apparatus of government outside of Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, the various statutory welfare programs, and debt interest. If you got rid of all that other stuff, we still run a deficit. That's how upside down it is. That's how bad it is. So, again, that's not a reason not to eliminate what I think is frivolous foreign aid. And some of that goes to countries that want to wipe us off the planet, which makes zero sense. But the, the mathematical problem is a much bigger one than just that. And, it, and it's, you can't even get rid of the deficit by getting rid of all of discretionary spending. Still doesn't do it. We could get rid of the entire military and still run a $700 billion deficit. That's how out of whack it is. I, I don't see, think there's anything that's going to stop it. And we're headed to a point where pretty soon all of the revenue generated by the federal government in either in the form of payroll taxes and income taxes and the in the myriad of other taxes and fees is only going think about this is only going to be sufficient to cover health insurance we're headed in that on that trajectory right now mm-hmm Jody in Pontotoc says, Granddaddy would have been 104, was a Marine in World War II, and had seven brothers who also served in the Army, Navy, Marines. Gosh, only one brother left living, just wondering what they would say about our country now. I, I think about that as well, Jody, and I appreciate that and appreciate their, their service. True American heroes for the record. No doubt. No doubt about it. These are American heroes. And and that's why I think it's so important for our young people to be made aware and be exposed to individuals like those that Sally recognized and awarded those medals to. It, it uh, I think we benefit from them understanding their service, their sacrifice. Their, you can't look at them at 100 years old as they are today. You've got to think about... 80 years ago, when they were just kids, essentially, going off to war to fight for their country, to protect their citizens, and to protect the freedoms that we enjoy. Um, gosh, what else do you say about that? It's But we've got to continue to recognize them and make sure that our young people know uh, about their service, their sacrifice, we got to, and that's not certainly not discounting those after that generation. Um, but all those who serve, they they've got to be held up, and this is why I get so passionate about some of this woke crap we're getting in our military. The folks in the military don't care about that; they don't sign up for that. It's the brass. It's always them. 
Same thing in corporate America. It's the, it's the top brass. It's the top executives. They're virtue-signaling, pompous, sanctimonious junk. You saw this latest story about State Farm. You know, we talk a lot about the various American corporations that have embraced all this wokeism. State Farm, you seen that? Pushing all this gender ideology stuff is big time. And it, it, same, it, it uh, makes its way into the public sphere, just like all the others do, where someone in, inside leaks it because they think it's crazy. And it ends up in the public, and it gets brought up. And, and you know, it's true because they don't deny it. They don't come out and say, oh, no, that's not authentic. No, they say it is. Sad. I'll dig it up for you in a minute, some of the details. In the meantime, all right, what about this representative representative from Arizona, Ruben Gallego? He was among a few Democrat lawmakers that they couldn't they couldn't launch their Twitter apps fast enough to start fingering out, thumbing out comments attacking Republicans and politicizing this tragedy. He was one of the few. He started out by going after the NRA. FUNRA, Mr. Gallego tweeted. Then he decided that he would go after Senator Ted Cruz. F you, Ted Cruz. You care about a fetus, but you will let our children get slaughtered. Just get your your derriere, think of the word he used instead of that, to Cancun. You are useless. And then, he's, then he tweeted a little later, just to be clear, F you, Ted Cruz, you effing baby killer. That's nice, isn't it? Well, that's, that's a nice member of Congress there. Aren't you proud? It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So a, tw- a random Twitter user actually tweeted a reply and said, I don't believe an elected official should be acting like this. To which the congressman responded with the middle finger emoji. This is a member of Congress. Am I just old-fashioned to think that members of Congress ought to conduct themselves to a higher standard of just human behavior? Is, is that just old-fashioned these days? To some, it would seem. Well, it's not to me. I think they ought to be held to a higher standard. Silly me. That's inappropriate. You may disagree about policies, but profanity... And middle fingers? No. I'm just going to be a citizen here. You suck, Galego. We'll come right back. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my agents. Needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601 987 3025. That's 601 987 3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Grenada teen wanted by Batesville police in connection with this weekend's shooting at the Springfest concert has turned himself in. 18-year-old Devante Journey is alleged to be one of the people involved in the eight shots fired at the event, resulting in injury to a juvenile. Journey has been charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, three counts of attempted armed robbery, and one count of shooting into a residence. Two others have been detained but not charged. Nearly a dozen suspects have been indicted on gun charges by a federal jury, 10 from the city of Jackson. Ernest Guise is among them. He was arrested after a shooting outside the M-Bar Sports Grill last year. Ajina Funches was with him at the time. She allegedly shot and killed Kiana Singleton while hanging outside the passenger side of Guise's vehicle. All the suspects are behind bars and awaiting trial or sentencing. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Hit a grand slam this afternoon. Listen to Sports Talk Mississippi. The hottest sports show in the state. The action kicks off this afternoon at 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The blues has got a hold of me. I believe I'm getting dizzy. We are back on Middays in the Element Well Studios. Don't forget, coming up at 12.05, Aaron Rice. Aaron, of course, was a former Lance Corporal in the U.S. Marine Corps. And he'll join us. He's also, of course, the director of the Mississippi Justice Institute. But uh, Aaron will be in the studio talking about his military service and the importance of Memorial Day. Look forward to that. On the ceasefire text line, Ken in West Point says the media hasn't played the white Hispanic card yet. I laugh because it, it is insane. It's crazy. And I go back to this representative Gallego. Does that just not totally exemplify the depth to which political discourse has traveled in this country. He personifies it. And it's how can we focus on policy, which is what they're supposed to be doing up there in the Congress, to improve the quality of life in America if we seem to be in constant campaign mode. And most of the campaigning is not about what I, as a candidate or a member of a political body, can do, but rather, look over there how bad that guy is. That's all it is. And and I'm generalizing. A few will stand up and say, yeah, I think we ought to strongly consider advancing this policy, that policy, this legislation, this bill, etc. But 
even that typically is politically calculated. It's it's really not done, I think, in a holistic manner where they truly are considering what's in the best interest of the nation as a whole. And, and of course, their constituents. But golly, we just, again, it seems to be so hard to find any common ground here. And none of that, and it's the sad thing, is none of that tweeting is solving any problem. None. Zero. Robert and Clinton says the ladies, uh, the lefties, pardon me, Robert, the lefties waited with bated breath to blame Whitey for the shooting. Well, I've said it before. And I, and I know it, it sounds radical, it sounds like political hyperbole, but it, it does just feel like and seem that when the situation occurs where the, the parties are of involved in some sort of violence like this, where the parties are of a particular uh, race, the perpetrator, the victim, especially when a police officer is involved, and they immediately pounce on that as almost as if they're celebrating it, which is really sad. Beyond sad. Oh, gosh. It's going to take a law-abiding person with a gun to take out a nutcase with a gun. Gun laws are not the issue. I think that that certainly would go a long way towards perhaps preventing additional carnage. No doubt, if, in an active shooter situation, I don't think it's a deterrent. It just doesn't feel like it. I mean, don't you think somebody that goes into a school like this and and starts randomly, I guess you could call it randomly, shooting a gun at innocent children, they got to know they're going to die. You think? Just feels well, like we it. rarely get concrete evidence for motive unless you have some whack job like the the shooter in Buffalo who plagiarized an entire manifesto or yeah. not not the entirety of it but the big chunk of it he just straight up ripped off from the yep. Christchurch shooter in New Zealand. But his motivation for picking his target was that it's a soft target that they are there are strict gun laws in the area, therefore no one would likely have a gun to fire back, so that's why he picked it. Yeah, agree. And this will happen until we reinstill values, family values, American values, religious values back in school on the ceasefire tax line. I, you know, I, I'm not convinced that that would be sufficient to offset the breakdown of the family. I still believe that unless children are brought up in a a nurturing, mentoring, guiding family environment, I, I just don't think they they uh, have a, a great chance, prospectively, of not being involved in committing crime. Um, it just just seems like it's almost destiny. You can almost count on it. You're exactly right, teacher in South Mississippi here, and our school has multiple easy access, open doors. If anyone wanted to, they could enter and have freedom to do whatever they wanted. I, you know, I think those are policies instituted at the district level, and I, my recommendation is to go to the district office and 
see about addressing that. And there are reports in the wake of what happened in Texas that the districts across the country are implementing uh, more stringent security measures. As a result, the Fulton County School District in Georgia, uh, Gwinnett County is the largest in the states, the 13th largest in the country, 200,000 students. They will post police officers on campuses. That's being reported in the Atlanta media uh, in the wake of what happened in Uvalde. Fulton County School District as well. They're putting security in place. Now, money's always an issue here, of course. But like people on our text line have said, and I agree with them, $120 billion for stupid COVID crap. Remember, that was for... HVAC and and um, um, sanitary supplies and it's crazy. I, was that even necessary? Now I don't think it was. I, I can't remember. It's a long list of all the stuff. The schools are and remember the union saying until you change the HVAC out, we're not coming back to school. They're more worried about fighting and it really an invisible. And, and fairly innocuous enemy to children, that being COVID, then they are bad guys with guns that want to go kill kids. They're more concerned about that. Of course, their approach is, well, we just got to we got to eliminate all the guns, right? The Loudoun County Sheriff up in Virginia, in light of the horrific shooting at Robb Elementary School, and as we grieve with the city of Uvalde, Texas, and the nation, Loudoun residents will see an increased LCSO presence at elementary schools. I'm reading from a tweet from the Loudoun County Sheriff. So the sheriff's going to be more visible in schools. It seems like we've got lots of retired military and police officers that might have an interest end up such jobs where they would be posted at the school, school resource officers and so forth. i got to believe that would be a deterrent. And most are skilled in, obviously, use of weapon and security and safety techniques, protocols. North Carolina, similar deal. So anyhow, you're you're seeing a reaction from across the the country. I, I still believe that the best way to address this is with some sort of technology, technology that hadn't even been invented yet, but maybe we'll we'll see some. And there are lots of physical security technology available today. My company actually sold it. I'm not sure if I ever shared that, but we did a series of physical security uh, seminars, workshops for schools, and we, it was a travel and roadshow, if you will. We did it in uh, in, um, the various markets we serve, Colorado, uh, Texas, Louisiana, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi. And you know who spoke for us there, Rhino, at all these events was the principal of Columbine. It was a customer of ours, by the way. Uh, And and, uh, he spoke specifically about that day and, uh, and about the value of physical security. Of course, they responded, and they've implemented... In Colorado, uh, we had a big office out there, very progressive in that. I want to say they also allowed their teachers to carry. Yeah, that incident changed the way police respond to active shooters, especially at schools where 
at that point, if memory serves me, the police were told to wait outside, and now they're told to enter at the earliest okay. chance. Okay. But uh, a big proponent, of course, of physical security was the uh, um, the principal. In fact, uh, when we did the show here, if, walking distance from where we are over here at the Hilton, and he spoke up there. He had a big crowd, and fascinating to hear him tell that story. But So uh, we need to muster all the tools, all the technology, all the resources and assets we can to protect our schools and our most precious asset, and that's our school children. Stay with us, folks. We'll come back. Final segment, and then Aaron Rice at 12.05. This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboard. Outboards, RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that service built. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. USDA Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced the department is investing $770 million to help create new and better market opportunities for rural businesses and people in 36 states, including Mississippi and Puerto Rico. The investments include $640 million for 122 projects to help people living in socially vulnerable communities. The economic success of rural America has long been the bedrock of the nation's economy as a whole, Vailsack said. Under the leadership of President Biden and Vice President Harris, the USDA is prioritizing investment in jobs, businesses, and entrepreneurial opportunities in rural America. The investments we're announcing today, he said, demonstrate how the USDA remains committed to helping people in rural America create new and better market opportunities for the country. I'm Nixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I-, I think he's having a nightmare. 
No, it's just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Bumping us into this segment here on Middays on the ceasefire text line. Bad thing is they'll do more policing and security around schools for a couple of weeks, then it will loosen back up. Could be. I hope not. And uh, someone did say something about, uh, yeah, Joe and Oster, please no more federal laws in our local school systems. I was an agent that ensured schools and the companies would require limited access. I agree. Uh, I don't think this is something that ought to come from the federal government. This this should be done at the state and local level. I absolutely agree with that. We need to design our skills better to prevent this. Need one entry point. Visitors need to check in with an officer before being allowed on campus. As James and Hasburg. Lots of school districts in Mississippi have that, uh, James. I agree with you. This particular school in uh, Robb Elementary did not, but uh, had earlier talked about where my daughter works at, at Ridgeland High School, I believe it's a district-wide policy. That is how it's set up. There's one point of entry, and you don't get through. Of course, let's be honest. If somebody, It's a great idea to design a, a new school around yeah, that. Sure. What do you do with the 130,000-plus schools already in existence? Right. And there, and there's there's this technology that uh, I, I'm familiar with called like I think it's called like a man trap or something like that. Have you seen that where walls just come down and and uh, a corral whomever the individual is and that's activated somehow. So again, I just think that's what it takes because even if you only had one entry point, typically on schools you got multiple doors that usually have the handle on the inside to Yeah, and that was exit. something somebody brought up. I forget who it was on the ceasefire text line talking about single-point entry. What about fire problems? That's an issue. And that is one reason why you have older schools, especially older elementary schools, where a lot of classrooms have exterior doorways. Yeah. In case of a fire, you're not going through a building. You're just going right outside. Yeah. Because fire was the biggest safety concern for a while. And 
when you have a school that's built like that, it's a lot more difficult to have a central, a single entry point. Older schools, yeah, I agree. And the other thing is, if if they had a powerful enough weapon, I mean, even, even the doors that are locked, they just bust through the doors. And that's what happened in uh, Sandy Hook. Remember that? He just used a, a weapon to bust through the door. And that's the other thing the is, we're talking about the kind of doors that you can come out of them, you just can't go into them. That's right. That's right. They've got the push bar for yeah. exit, but the handle on the outside locks. That's right. And that's that's the way most of the schools are configured, the, right. the newer ones for sure. Uh, newer as in built in the last 20 years or so. Or remodeled. Yeah. Uh, but you've also got windows to a lot of classrooms and, you know, could shoot through the window and stick your head in there. I mean, it's... Again, uh, once you get to that point with a weapon, and now, could that reduce the carnage? Sure. Totally prevent, I think that's a higher bar to achieve. And again, this is where we need smart people that know a lot more about this, certainly, than the average person, and more about this than lawmakers do. I think that's the sticky part of the whole subject is even if you got a room full of smart people together to come up with the best ideas possible, yeah, it's virtually impossible to prevent crime. If, if, there's, if the criminal wants to commit the crime, it's virtually impossible to stop them. I think that's right. You can deter them. You can persuade them. You can rehabilitate them. You can preach at them. You can get them there. You can do anything. But if someone's hell-bent on being hell-bent and hell-bound, yeah. then they're going to do it. And that's that's the challenge. And, uh, again, what's the root cause of them being hell-bent? Everything from dysfunctional family to mental illness. Um, you can have single-point entries but also have many exits, says Paul Meridian. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Paul, that's, that's what I'm familiar with, the way the schools, at least in this district, are. And I did speak to Sally Doty about that and, and, uh, on the break, and she said same in the districts in Lincoln County as well. So, yeah, as much as I hate to say it, schools will have to look like prisons. They will have to be exterior fences with wire with cameras, security guards watching the cameras at all time on the ceasefire tax line. I, gosh, I just hope not. I hope we haven't devolved to that level. I, I really do. Um Jody and Pontotoc locks keep an honest man out. There's no doubt. There's just got to be something else. Um, again, I think some sort of novel technology hasn't been invented. Perhaps detects the presence of a weapon long before it is. It's approaching ever gets to the building itself, and I I, I don't know that there is such. It's just a thought, and that gives maybe some degree of notice blocks the whole thing down. I, I don't know. It's got to again, this is where smart people gotta get around the table and figure something out. But it's time for a break here on a middays. We got the news coming your way. And after that, it's Aaron Rice, director of Mississippi Justice Institute and former Lance Corporal of the US Marine Corps. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. I'm Chris Foster. Our country is sickened 
and outraged by the senseless evil that struck Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell addressing the death of 19 children and two teachers in a school shooting. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer calling out Republican opposition to gun control legislation. Too many members on that side care more about the NRA than they do about families who grieve victims of gun violence. Everyone killed was in one classroom. The gunman was shot and killed by a Border Patrol agent. A government report finds British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and other senior senior officials are responsible for rule-breaking parties during coronavirus lockdowns. I take full responsibility for everything that took place on my watch. But he's again resisting calls from opponents in Parliament to resign. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ABS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ABS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor and marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The current Deputy State Health Officer is being named to fill the position of Mississippi State Health Officer. Dr. Daniel Edney will take over for Dr. Thomas Dobbs in August. Dobbs wants to go back to the clinical side of medicine, namely communicable disease treatments. Former Mississippi Governor Haley Barber has been inducted into the American Association of Political Consultants Hall of Fame. Barber served as governor from 2004 to 2012. He served as a political aide to multiple office holders, including Ronald Reagan and John Connolly. Here's why former Indiana Governor Mitch Daniels thinks Barber is more than deserving. But he not only was able to give great advice to candidates, but become a successful one himself. Not only able to give sound counsel to office holders at all levels, but to become an effective uh, office holder himself. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know through our advocacy efforts in the state capitol, wireless broadband is quickly connecting every corner of the state. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. 
The number 14 Southern Miss Golden Eagles begin their league tournament taking on UAB and Hattiesburg at 4 this afternoon as USM looks to further its case on why it deserves to host a regional. Head coach Scott Berry explained what a home field advantage would mean to a squad. If you have 6,000 fans and they're sitting on their hands and they got their, their mouths shut, then you know it's not much of a difference. But if you have the, uh, the great fan bases that all three of us have and that enjoy the game, the atmosphere, they, they bring the energy, then certainly it's an advantage to, to the home team. Over 28 regular season games this season, a school record 133,578 came out to watch the Golden Eagles. After a nearly six-hour rain delay, the Ole Miss baseball team wasn't able to get it done versus Vanderbilt, falling 3-1 and one and ending their SEC tournament bid. The Rebels will have to wait until Monday to see if they've done enough to make the NCAA tournament. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joining us now in the studios, Aaron Rice. He is the director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, former Lance Corporal of the United States Marine Corps. Aaron, always good to see you. Yeah, Gerard, thanks for having me. So we got uh, wanted to have you on because we got Memorial Day coming up, as it always does, uh, as either the last or next to last uh, Monday of May. I'm not sure exactly yeah, what day. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's May 30th this year. Yeah, yeah. May 30th is coming Monday. So. For the benefit of our audience, please explain the difference between the distinction between Veterans Day and Memorial yeah, Day. Yeah, no, great, great. I'm glad you asked. Uh, so, yeah, Veterans Day obviously is for any veteran who served, um, and and so that's you know your veterans who are alive today that are walking around, and you tell them you know thank you for your service. Uh, Memorial Day is meant to honor and remember those veterans who did not make it home, so made the ultimate sacrifice and died overseas, you know, in protection and service to our country. Now, I'll say. I mean, some people seem to, you know, get kind of, 
you see memes on Facebook or wherever that say, "Oh, don't don't thank people for their service. It's terrible." I don't, I don't know any veterans that get upset if somebody thinks if somebody thanks me for my service on Memorial Day, which happens all the time. I'm sure. not upset by it, and, sure. and I'm not going around scolding people by it. But I do think it's great to to you know kind of help people understand uh, the difference in those days. Yeah, because sometimes they they do get interchanged or or yeah. conflated. But uh, yeah, we we really. I don't know any veterans that ever get upset if no. you if you thank them for their service because it just happens to be at or around Memorial Day, yes. which is for the purpose of recognizing it those, is. as you said, who and paid it, the ultimate sacrifice. It is, and people have good intentions by it, and I don't take any offense to it. I mean, another related issue is that you'll see, you know, a lot of things on Facebook that say like, you know, in case you thought it was National Barbecue Day, and we'll show somebody, you know, weeping at a graveside and all that. And look, don't get me wrong. I mean, Memorial Day. I mean, I, I personally, it is very important to me, and I have been with the families of my friends who lost their lives overseas, and I've been with their wives and their children and their parents, and I've seen, you know, the gaping hole that they left behind and just how important that day is. And so it is very important to me, and I, I do take a moment on the day to think about those friends of mine and everybody who who paid the ultimate sacrifice. But nevertheless, again, going back to what I was saying, usually when I see people sharing that, I mean, it's honestly usually civilians who who – are not veterans who are right. saying that. I think your average veteran, and again, there may be some veterans, I can't speak for all, there may be some veterans who get upset by kind of the commercialization of Memorial Day, you know, oh, here's a sale, or happy Memorial Day, yeah. and barbecuing and all that. But I would just venture to say, uh, again, that, that I think most veterans you know, don't expect people to sit around and, and mourn all day and, and cry all day or anything. I mean, I, I do think it's great to have that day to you know, and and I think veterans for the most part are going to be the ones that that are doing a lot of the remembering because we knew the guys that didn't make it back. That's but, right. But for all of us to just have the day, maybe take a moment to to pause and think about it, and then also yes, enjoy the day. That's great. That started in 1868. Yeah, originally um, termed as decoration. Yeah, decorating the graves of this, and that that goes exactly to my point was that the original intent was for veterans to go to the cemeteries and right. decorate the graves, and that's why it was put in May is because flowers would be in bloom and yeah. so you could decorate the graves but again that illustrates my point i think it was you know it's gonna just like veterans fought the wars and especially today you know we kind of have a separation between civilians who don't bear the brunt of that i mean we've got less than one percent you know will be involved in these these foreign wars today i mean i think veterans are used to that concept that we're going to be the ones that are probably doing most of the you know honoring or or decorating graves or visiting the graves or there are family members and all that but i do think it's good to have the day for the broader population and i think look in my in my experience mississippians very much want to honor the day and and think about it and yeah. like i said anything that go that might be a little bit incorrect if you want to say that is usually from a place of goodwill it's yeah. like you said someone saying happy veteran i mean happy memorial day you know or uh, thank you for your service. Yeah. You know, and those are all fine. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's been my experience as well. So, we should point out that it became an official holiday a hundred years after the first one was celebrated yeah. in 1968. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. That is interesting. It became an official holiday at uh, that time, and it's one of the few days that the flags are ordered at half staff. Yeah, yeah. On Memorial yeah. Day. So you served in the United States uh, Marine Corps. Yep. Uh, achieved the, the rank of Lance Corporal. And uh, where were you over there? Uh, well, I went to Haditha, Iraq, and this was in 2005. 
which it was just a, you know, that's an Alambar province of Iraq. And if people can remember back to 2005, they probably remember that Alambar was just the wild west of Iraq. Yep. Not yep. a good place to be, especially in that time frame. And so it wound up being an, Nobody foresaw this, but it wound up being the case that our battalion was the hardest hit Marine battalion in the in the entire Iraq war. I mean, it was just uh, very heavy losses. I was one of the first casualties. Actually, I was the first casualty in our battalion. I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but also, you know, lost a lot of friends after I was injured. And so, um, you know, it's it was just. You know, it was very hard on our entire battalion, the family members of our battalion, uh, me personally, you know, losing those friends. And so, you know, very tough thing. But, again, that's why it's so important to me, and, and I know it is to you and to a lot of people in Mississippi, to take the day, to you know, the moment to remember that and think about that and honor that. Yeah, absolutely. So you lost part of your leg. Yeah, that's right. There. That's right. I did. So, um, yeah, that's what I was alluding to. And I said I was the first casualty. So I, I kind of forget sometimes that uh, that people may not know. But, yeah, I was I was in Iraq and, and driving a Humvee and, and hit an anti-tank landmine. And so that uh, destroyed my Humvee. And I lost my left leg uh, below the knee. Thankfully, nobody else in my Humvee was injured, which is one of the things that I'm, you know, was very grateful for. Um, but you know, nevertheless, I mean, despite that, I mean, I, I recovered very uh, well. Was you know, came back to Walter Reed Army Medical Center uh, and Bethesda National Naval Medical Center. Got excellent care, prosthetic rehabilitation. Did fine. Ran a ten mile race two months after I got a prosthetic leg. And you know, so for me, I mean, serving with the guys that I got to serve with was just the absolute honor of my life and you know losing a leg is not is not something that that takes anything away from that and and really like i said the the only hard part of it was losing friends not yeah. being injured well uh, thank you for your service Appreciate and your that. sacrifice thank of course you. uh so do you come from a military family Aaron? what yeah. inspired you did you join right out of high school yeah I, I did so september 11th happened my senior year of high school and so that was kind of the genesis of this now my my grandfather was a marine served on iwo jima the military was kind of something i'd always considered in okay. high school but by the time that all happened i decided i was going to go to state you know mississippi state uh and do college and be a lawyer or something like that and so then 9-11 happened and that really changed everything for me so you know you got to remember back then that people my age had never seen war, did not understand really the context of what had just happened. But I was, you know, even at that young age, really enjoyed history. And, and I really did understand the significance of it immediately. And I decided I'm joining up because we're about to go to war. And I, I can actually remember being at football practice that day on 9-11 and, and one of my friends saying, you know, what do y'all think is going to happen now? And I spoke up and said, well, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. I mean, we just got attacked on U.S. soil. We're going to war. And literally everybody in the area with me scoffed and laughed at that because we had no concept at that age. I mean, young people today are just used to seeing America constantly at war. Yeah. But for us at that age, nobody really had a concept. They thought of war as something that was in the history books that you read about, but not something that could personally happen to you or affect you. So anyway, um, but yeah, I, I did understand that. And so I, I started the process then of joining the Marine Corps so that I could deploy in defense of our country because I knew that our country was under attack. And so it took, you know, a good while to get into the Marine Corps, you know, uh, and then ultimately wound up being deployed in 2005 to Iraq. Yeah, that's a good point that it, it, at that time, really, you'd have to look back to Vietnam. Exactly. Which we were not alive for in my, my right, age group. Yeah. Right. Uh, my era growing yeah. up, uh, my, my brother served in uh, Strategic Air Command yeah. during Viet, Vietnam. But, uh, but since then, as you indicate, 
it's been relatively constant. Yes, it has been. And it's it's been interesting to me kind of watching the younger generation under me come up because their experience is so much different than ours. And that's I, I want to say that's one thing that I do think is important here. This is the first Memorial Day that we're celebrating in peacetime yeah. for 20 years. And I really do think, I mean, talking to some of these younger kids too, I mean, it, there are, you can almost grow numb to the to the losses that we've suffered. I know there was war fatigue for a long time back in 05 when I served. People were just checking out of it and done with it. And so I think this is a great year to really say, you know, look, the wars are over, and it's time for us to really recommit ourselves to this. Don't be numb to it. Um, yes, we've been at war for 20 years. We are going to honor the guys that didn't make it back and think yeah. about that. Yeah, it's so it's important. Uh, we got a break here. You want to hang around? Yeah, we sure. Talk and see yeah. what else is going on. We've got Aaron Rice uh, in the Element Well Studios with us. We'll be right back. SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, high near 85. Tonight, a 90% chance of rain as well, low around 64. Your Thursday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 80 degrees. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high only to 81. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. As a former prosecutor and now as your congressman, I'm very concerned about the crisis of illegal immigration and drugs coming across America's southern border. I'm Michael Guest. I've gone to the border several times this year to meet law enforcement officers who are working hard to protect us. They deserve our support. You have my commitment to always fight for stronger border security to make our communities a safer place to live, worship, and raise a family. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. 
M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. We are in the Element Well Studios, middays. John in Hardeman, Tennessee. Aaron wants to say thank you, sir, for being a great American and a Marine. Well, so thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that, uh, John. So, and that, and that kind of leads me to a question, Aaron. Um, since 9-11, which, look, looking back, I, I can't remember another time in my lifetime even, where the country really did seem to rally around a common cause. Absolutely. As we did after 9-11. Patriotism was off the chart, and it seems like we were able to at least put our political differences on the shelf for a while. Absolutely. Uh, That doesn't seem to be the case today, but my question to you as, as a veteran is, has the attitude towards veterans changed uh, over the, the decades here yeah. since you've served up to now? Has uh, that changed in? Uh, well, I mean, I think it, it absolutely changed from Vietnam to my era. You no know, obviously, Vietnam vets came home and got spit on and yeah. all kind of terrible things. And yeah. I just want to say, if you're a Vietnam veteran out there, thank you for yes. your service. Absolutely. I mean, you guys, I came home to parades and tons of gratitude from across the political spectrum and honestly i felt like unwarranted gratitude most of the time because i felt like i really had not done that you know that much and then had just you know kind of gone to gone to serve and do what i'd sure. up to do and sure. happened to get hurt and was really okay other than that uh, but just absolutely incredible overwhelming gratitude everywhere i turned and Vietnam veterans didn't have that at all. I mean, it was just despicable. And so, again, if you're a Vietnam veteran, thank you for your service. You should have been told that a lot more when you came back. Um, but absolutely, it changed from Vietnam to then. Um, you know, I'd say my entire experience as a veteran has always been overwhelming gratitude. Of course, yeah. back in 05 when the wars were at their height, I'd say, you know, maybe more. I mean, you know, a little bit more. But I'd say that's just more because that was it was in the news. Yeah. And we're still experiencing the, the effects every day. We had flag-draped coffins coming home every day and all of that. But I've always been, you said it, 9-11. Um, I think, you know, obviously a lot changed. I mean, we came together. We rallied around the flag. And that has gone away. You're right. But one thing that did not go away is, for me, that entire intervening 20 years, 
people, I don't care if they're where they are on the political spectrum, you know, left, right, center, independent, what they are. Um, people have always been, uh, you know, very respectful to me and to other veterans and, you know, thank thank us for our service. Again, maybe I feel like too much sometimes, but, but uh, for me at least. And, you know, but whether they agreed with the war or not, again, our, Iraq was a very controversial war. Yeah. I mean, um, even Af- Afghanistan became a very controversial war over time. And so – I think I've told you this before. I mean, when it was amazing because when we were in Iraq, we didn't care about the politics of it one bit. The military, the guys that I served with did not care about the politics. And it was being fought about and discussed at home every single day. But we were just there doing our job and did not care about that. But even when we would come back and talk to people who had been involved in those fights and, and the politics of it and had strong feelings about it, and a lot of the people I spoke with were probably opposed to the war in Iraq. Yeah. Everybody set that aside when they talked to me, and they could distinguish between, you know, perhaps opposing the war in Iraq and speaking with me, a veteran who served in that war, and having, you know, respecting what I did and and the sacrifice that I made and other people that I knew had made. Yeah. It, uh, I I guess it's just kind of been an ebb and flow Mm -hmm. in in our history, and and certainly uh, World War II, World War I, World War II, Korean War. Yeah. Uh, different time periods, but it was really Vietnam because it was uh, kind of a politician's war to yeah. a great extent, and there was no clear objective, yeah. and we really didn't come out with a, a win. You Absolutely. couldn't, really, couldn't yeah. really put a mark on it and say, yeah, we won that one, and something changed. In fact, just the opposite happened. Yeah. We we left and a vacuum formed, kind of like what happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. And uh, North Vietnam and, and uh, the communists took over and yeah, and again, South Vietnam. And like you're saying, I mean, it was also opposed, you know, very heavily here on uh, in the U.S. Kind of, you know, more so than than the Iraq War I was just yeah. discussing. And so, but you know, if you had a if you had an unpopular war, you could at least maybe console yourself or console, uh, you know, service members could console themselves, find consolation in the fact that we won and we changed something, we prevented something really bad from happening. And just like you said, so not only was it unpopular at home, but then the objective really wasn't achieved yeah. either. And we had a botched withdrawal, like you said, like we had yep. in Afghanistan, which was one of the things as a veteran that was so frustrating to me about Afghanistan is that we had seen this story play out. Exactly. I mean, we knew what could happen if we did it that way yeah. and and you know we absolutely should have been able to handle that differently so that we did not have scenes that looked like saigon coming out of afghanistan and going into the history books and kind of putting a black mark on the service of all of our afghanistan veterans and the u.s in general and all of that so that was very frustrating but but yeah i agree with you i mean for the vietnam vets it was just a totally different experience yeah. i i was actually in uh went to visit my brother who was stationed at um uh, Beale Air Force Base yep. in, in Marysville, California, and flew through San Francisco for that. And remember seeing uh, all the protesters gathered up at yeah. the airport. We yeah. didn't have all the security like you do today. Yeah. Uh, and the service guys coming off in full uniform, yeah. and and the treatment they got yeah. was despicable. Yeah. Let me tell you why you say that. It, you literally reminded me of something I'd totally forgotten about, but so when I was at Walter Reed, once I got out of being an inpatient, I stayed at, in a hotel in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and every day would drive onto the base at Walter Reed Army Medical Center for my physical therapy. And I forgot this, but there was actually a group of protesters outside the gate at Walter Reed every single day for the nine months I was there, every single day. Oh, wow. But my point is, you know, I talked about how people were so grateful, and I totally, I mean, even having said that, 
we're talking about this small little band of people who would come out there yeah. every. And I, yeah. to me, I thought, you know, I serve for your right to to yeah, do that kind of exactly stuff, and it's right. totally fine with me yeah. that you're out there. It was a lot more widespread and pervasive during Vietnam. Yeah. This is a bad deal. Yeah, all, exactly. All the way exactly. All right, so uh, give us a brief update. What you got going on at the uh, Justice Institute? I know you got some high profile yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah, no. So we, uh, you may have seen recently, we uh, we uh, kind of won a case that we had sued on behalf of a weight loss coach here in Madison. Uh, the government was telling her that even though she had a degree in nutrition and all of this, she could not tell people how to lose weight. And by the way, we're the fattest state in the nation. I'm not kidding. We we have the number one rate of obesity. She's trying to help people with that, and the government said, "Nope, you've got to be a licensed dietitian." Again, she's not. She wasn't trying to treat medical conditions or anything. It was literally just here's how you can drop a couple pounds. So the government threatened to throw her in jail and fine her a thousand dollars and file a civil suit against her if she didn't stop. We filed a lawsuit on behalf of her name is Donna Harris. She she works here in Madison. And so we just got the law changed uh, a couple uh, months ago where now anybody in Mississippi, and the law is, that law has actually just recently gone into effect. So anybody in Mississippi who wants to teach people how to lose weight can do that without having a dietitian's license. Now, you just have to make sure you don't claim to be a licensed dietitian and you don't try to treat a medical condition. As long as you, do, you, know, you, you stay in line with that, you're fine. So that was the latest mm-hmm. one we had. Um, of course, you know that we're still litigating that certificate of need case. Um, as you know, Gerard, the wheels of justice grind very slowly. And so um, we know we've overcome a motion to dismiss on that. We are now in the phase of of getting into what's called discovery. And so we're just right. kind of doing – that's going to take – you know, it's going to probably be a year before that case really gets to the, to the end of the track. But we're continuing on with that. And then, of course, you know, um, if anybody is listening, I mean, we're always in search for – you know, new good cases. Of course, we can't take every case that comes our way, but we're always looking. So if, if uh, you know, you're a citizen in Mississippi that, you know, you believe that your constitutional rights are being violated by some kind of government action that's maybe keeping you from earning a living or keeping you from uh, speaking freely or exercising your, your gun rights or whatever the case may be, religious liberty, we're always, uh, you know, searching for people who are experiencing that so that we can help them with those problems. And that's one of the things we're doing right now, too, is kind of going around the state, uh, educating people on the work that we're doing, the work we've already done. Uh, the Mississippi Justice Institute has been around, you know, for for around six years now, and so, you know, I think we've got a little bit of a track record now of of being able to help people with these. And it's not just talking the talk, telling people what we want to do, but we can show people a track record of success and being sure. able to come into court and change these government policies uh, pretty much single handedly. You know, and so so that's one of the things we're doing too. Before you go, a couple of minutes. Any thoughts about the Dobbs case? Might get a ruling any day. Yeah. No. I, absolutely. I mean. Well, the I think you and I have discussed the the leak itself was just I, I'm still blown away that that happened and it's just it's been quiet. Haven't heard I, it, anything it, about ha- that. it has been quiet, and you still don't see really any a lot of outrage about the fact that it happened. Yeah, and I, I think it really hurts the U.S. Supreme Court moving forward. I mean, the ability of the justices to be candid with each other and to have the discussions they need to have. But aside from that, I do think you know it, it looks all indications are that that opinion is going to. You know, hold sway. I mean, we're going to get a, a majority opinion that looks like something close to what we already saw. And so uh, I, I'm glad about that. I think that Roe v. Wade was absolutely, you know, not um, 
correct law from day one. And, you know, everybody who wants to lose their mind about that, I mean, we've got federalism in America. And you can talk to, you know, uh, the, the people who run your state about what policy you would like to see in your state. And this, the policy in California is not going to be the policy in Mississippi. And that's that's okay. That's a good thing. The left says it's the end of democracy. I say, I argue, no, it's actually a shining sample. <laughs> this is an example of democracy. I mean, what do you mean? You know, I mean, and you had what you had was the courts really go. usurp something. So Appreciate yeah. it, Aaron. Thanks yep. for coming on. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you, you for your hard. service. We'll Thank be you. right back. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Register now for Mississippi Aquarium's Camp Aqua Investigators. Campers will participate in hands-on experiments and experience animal encounters. This summer, campers will take an in-depth look into the different species of animals that call Mississippi Aquarium home. Sign up now for Camp Aqua Investigators, June 13th through July 8th. For more information, visit msaquarium.org. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark Mowers here in Central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Fresco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The current Deputy State Health Officer is being named to fill the position of Mississippi State Health Officer. Dr. Daniel Edney will take over for Dr. Thomas Dobbs in August. Dobbs wants to go back to the clinical side of medicine, namely communicable disease treatments. 
Former Mississippi Governor Haley Barber has been inducted into the American Association of Political Consultants Hall of Fame. Barber served as governor from 2004 to 2012. He has served as a political aide to multiple office holders, including Ronald Reagan and John Connolly. Here's why former Indiana Governor Mitch Daniels thinks Barber is more than deserving. But he not only was able to give great advice to candidates, but become a successful one himself. Not only able to give sound counsel to office holders at all levels, but to become an effective uh, office holder himself. Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. All from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Need some good news? I've got good, news. good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios. Uh, airing live at this point is a news conference being conducted by Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. And just looking at the, uh, the, the title there on the screen, Rhino, it says that this fool shot his grandmother in the face. Now, what is being revealed, 19 children, of course, have lost their lives, and I believe two teachers. Oh, gosh. It's just, um, it's sad and maddening at the same time. Jeff Smith on the ceasefire tax line, the government and some liberals' answers always to take away guns. That would be like taking away airplanes because they crash. It's human beings and their evil spirit that causes these catastrophes. I agree, and I think the the, uh, the challenge is, the dilemma is, how do we chase the evil out? How, how do we 
mean, these, these two folks, these idiots that just committed these heinous mass killings in the last couple of weeks, both 18 years old. They're barely out of the house if they are. Sounds like this fool in Texas still lived with his grandmother. So, what has occurred in their lives up to this point? What kind of upbringing did they experience? What kind of mentoring? What kind of family environment? What, what kind of just love was shown to them? What kind of instruction? You shouldn't have to go to school. You don't go to school to learn that stuff. It can reinforce, but it's got to start at the home. It's useless in school if it doesn't come from the home. That's where it's got to start. And there just doesn't seem to be any discussion about that. There's no nobody, because politically it's probably a loser if you want to talk about it. You'll immediately get branded and labeled as a racist and pick whatever else you want to get branded as. I just use that as an example. It could be anything. Just because you speak up about it. But the fact is, the preeminent organization certainly has achieved preeminence over the last couple of years in this country with respect to um, racial tensions and racial stripes, Black Lives Matter. They make no bones about it that the nuclear family is an element, a tenet of white supremacy and thus should not be lauded. Unless you're a family member of the founder of Black Lives Matter. Oh, then you can make a killing doing it. Uh, you're right. But think about this. Virtually every major corporation in this country fell all over themselves to contribute to that organization. So given... I don't want to make this whole thing about Black Lives Matter. I'm just saying that there's a lot of culpability here. How much money do they give to organizations that promote the nuclear family? Not much. And and again, that's not the exclusive answer, but it goes a long dang way, especially when you, again, look at the statistics. And you look at the propensity of a person who comes from a dysfunctional home life to commit crime. It's way higher than a person that doesn't, than a child that doesn't. And that's just one of the results, one of the outcomes is commission of crime. And then you look at the chances that they end up with health problems, on the welfare rolls, homeless, etc. We all pay for it. But the ultimate payment is when little babies are murdered as a result of that those failures. 
Just un- unreally believable. Let's see. Thomas in Greenwood says the SEC demanded we change our flag to virtue signal to the BLM. I think there's a lot of these sort of actions that's been taken from the from the tearing down of statues to the freaking language guides. I mean, we could just go on for hours, and we've talked about it quite a bit just to inform our audience. And today, by the way, I got to get to this. The latest example, State Farm. State Farm folks accused of pushing LGBTQ plus books on kids. And Consumers Research, which which is kind of an anti-woke organization, they did a little play on the the, uh, insurer's famous, iconic slogan, like a good neighbor. It's actually a pretty good slogan. It's a pretty good brand. And they relabeled it to, like a creepy neighbor. And it is creepy. So they've been under fire for recruiting agents to push books about gender fluidity. Why are we so damn obsessed with this? Yeah, I I know I'm getting fired up because it's like... Wait, we got people shooting up in classrooms and killing 10-year-olds, and we're worried about gender fluidity. Oh, my gosh. If we had, and again, we've said this before, there's just so many cycles in a day, and when all our cycles are consumed with pronouns, and where to pee, and stuff like that, as opposed to, Maybe we ought to figure out a way to secure the buildings that house the students at school. So, and and the same thing happened here with State Farm. A whistleblower, somebody on the inside, said, this is nutty. And it made its way to this organization, Consumers Research, one of the many that tracks this sort of stuff, is privately funded and seeks to call out these corporations and other organizations that adopt all this woke nonsense. And they were were starting in Florida, urging because of the DeSantis bill. I call it the DeSantis bill, but the one recently signed by Governor DeSantis, it disallows the teaching of sexual orientation and gender identity to kindergartners through third graders. Oh, the horror that we can't do that. But they were urging their agents in Florida to take action and provide LGBTQ plus books to children. Can't they just sell insurance? I don't get this. Just sell insurance. That's all we want out of you. Just insurance. You know what I mean? Just indemnify people. Protect them. We pay the premiums. You provide the coverage. That's all we want. I think I speak for the vast majority of Americans who just want companies to do what they do best. That's how you serve society. Unbelievable. So, all right, I'm watching what's going on here, Rhino, and, um, oh, gosh, in in uh, Texas, I think it said Goofy Beto. There's some sort of shouting match going on between somebody, maybe it's not Beto, somebody looks like that, 
in the crowd gathered at this press conference with the governor, the lieutenant governor, I don't recognize the other elected officials that are on a stage sitting at a table with mics in front of them, and somebody just stood up, and so the Texas Rangers just escorted this individual. I see Ted Cruz standing up behind him. I think Senator Cornyn as well. But somebody just stood up and started cussing and yelling at the governor. And he just got escorted out. This will be big news. No doubt about it. Good grief. Once again, politicizing a tragedy. It's exactly what that is. Let me get my two cents in. Unbelievable. So I I do, in fairness, need to report State Farm. Okay, they've dropped support of it because they got exposed. Only because they got exposed. And you know what? It's like a kid putting the cookie back in the cookie jar. That's exactly after you what it is. And look, no disrespect to the fine people that work at State Farm. They're being bullied into this crap. Guarantee you. They don't want to do it either. They just want to sell insurance, make a living, feed their families. But these woke idiots won't let them. Man. One more segment here on Middays. We thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Now more than ever, it's important to keep your vehicle in top shape. Let us keep you road ready at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Our parts and service departments are open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. 
This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. We are in the Element Wealth Studios, midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Wiley from Tupelo says, News said he legally bought the guns. Is 18 the legal age to buy guns? Believe it. Uh, Long guns, yeah. Yeah. you got to be 21 to buy a handgun. Okay. Is that different by state? I believe it is, isn't it? Is there a uh, I think some states have tried to make it illegal for an 18-year-old to buy a long gun, okay. but I'm pretty sure it's federal law for 18 for long guns, 21 okay. for handguns. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was 18. Uh, you didn't see all these mass murders before the country lost its morals. Well, it, it does seem like we're on a moral decline. I, I agree with that. And so that's why I'm suggesting that morals are taught in the House. That's where they start. Think about it. Babies don't come out of the womb screwed up like this. They they develop into whatever that causes them to lose their morals or sense of spirituality and and respect for human life. That that happens somewhere along the line after that. And it's because it's missing in the house. Heck, sometimes it's such a dysfunctional house, it instills immorality in a person living in that household. 
Oh, gosh. So the Democrats have three major issues for the midterms that will especially appeal to the coveted suburban white female voters, gun control, abortion, and, of course, the race issue. That is from Gary and the Berg. Yeah, they'll have to deal with that. But I, I think what trumps all of that, Gary, honestly, is their pocketbook. Big time is going to rue the day, I think, and be the major factor uh, in the midterms. The, of course, the Democrats are going to try to downplay that, no doubt about it. Why was he living in Texas with his grandmother? His parents living? I'm asking these questions about his background upbringing since he moved from North Dakota, says Chris and Tupelo. Not sure. Don't don't think I've seen anything on that. I also haven't seen any confirmation that he moved from North Dakota. That was one of many of the things going around last night that I haven't seen any hard evidence that it's true. I did see where there's, I think I believe, a couple of members of Congress that are uh, jumping to call for relaxation of immigration standards. You've seen that? Just don't even worry about it. Just let everybody in. Did you also see that this school, because of its proximity to the border, like goes on lockdown frequently as a result of buses of illegals coming through and and, uh, and just uh, the drug guys and their entourages coming through the town? Read that this morning. It's like a common occurrence. That shouldn't be happening either in this country. That's ridiculous. How is Bear... Uh, how was barely an 18-year-old high school dropout able to waltz into a store and buy AR-15s? That's Jason on the ceasefire text line. If he's not able to get those guns that quickly, those kids are alive. That's not the only piece of this conversation, as the left pretends, but it is a piece. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for that, but, okay, what if they're 21, though, Jason? I mean, I, I don't know that they're crazy 21-year-olds, too, and above that do this kind of stuff. I hear you, but we draft them. We put them in war, give them guns. It's a tough one. I don't think that fixes the morality problem. It, it I don't know, might curb some of this. They also seem to be able to get their hands on these guns outside of the the standard legal purchase process as well. Case in point being, he supposedly had a handgun. Yeah. Which not Can't supposed legally to have. purchase. Right. So uh, what are these? Uh, what are the odds these shootings are egged on at a minimum for political gain? Ah, uh, Thomas and Greenwood says that. I'm not quite at that point yet, Thomas. I hear you. Anything is seems like is plausible. I would think egged on is too severe a yeah. term, but it's definitely – we've had shootings recently that have not gotten this much attention because this fits – a narrative. Yep. Agree. So if I go to my state farm agent and change my profile from man to woman, will I get the female driver discount, says David in Indianola? Who the heck knows anymore about all that stuff? It's a good question there. Consumers research sounds like Gladys Kravitz prudish busybodies, says Jeff in Forest County. If everybody stayed in their lane, there wouldn't be any issues. Right. And that starts with State Farm. That's what you're missing there, Jeff. They're the ones that got out of their lane. They started pushing stupid books on people. That's that's the fundamental problem. It's MLB moving the All-Star game. Should should we go down the list? I mean, it's every dang corporation, it seems like. The one my favorite still is Sandia Labs, first one we ever got a hold of. The guys that make the nuclear weapons. It took their whole management team off-site to teach them that rugged individualism and can-do attitude are racist. 
That's all you need to know. Jennifer Braxton, it was a lawless act of eagle, evil. Yes, he had mental issues, and for him to kill his grandma, he must have bullied just like Luke Woodham. Yeah, grandma's still alive at this point, Jennifer, best we know. But I hear you, and I hear what you're saying. It's it's a moral decline, without a doubt. Other texts, sorry we didn't get to them today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and we will be back right here in the Element Well Studios tomorrow. Until then, please stay safe and God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.